Well, hello there, and welcome to Ask Emily, your go-to source for some amazing life advice with a metaphysical twist. I'm Allie, the host of the longest-running spiritual podcast on Apple Podcasts. Since 2005, I've been helping people just like you navigate the mystical world of self-discovery, spiritual growth, and exploration. Today is Monday, January 29th, 2024, and I'm so excited you're tuning in to give me a listen. If you love this episode and want to learn more, please head over to outofbodyecstasy.com. You'll find many resources and information there, including how to book a reading with me. And don't forget, if you're feeling extra generous, please give this episode a five-star rating, leave a review, or share it with three friends. Together, we can create a community of like-minded spiritual individuals working toward creating a better life for ourselves and others. We are in season 19. This is episode number three. I hope you all are doing well. I can't believe it is the last few days here of January. I mean, that first month went by really <laughs> Before you know it, I'm going to blink. It'll be summertime again. Oh, wow. But I, I hope you all are doing well and going forth with your your plans and your goals and stuff you want to get done here in uh, 24. So. The magical item of the week. This week I picked an essential oil. It is named Neroli, N-E-R-O-L-I. And I love this oil. I, I always talk to my, um, the women I help on the Passion Zone and over at the Maven Clinic. I talk about Neroli quite a bit because it is essential oil for planet sun, fire, element of fire. The magical influence it has is purification, joy, and sex. So this oil is wonderful for re-engaging uh, sexual energy in your life, flipping your libido. Now, Neroli essential oil is distilled from the flowers of the bitter orange tree. It is incredibly expensive, but well worth the cost for its heady, rich scent is useful in achieving the following magical changes. Self-purification. Inhale while visualizing the scent burning way through negative thought patterns, harmful habits, and other misuses of your biological energy and mind. Joy. Sniff the luxurious, sniff luxurious scent to lift your spirits and to at least temporarily settle emotional upsets. This is, in a sense, a form of self-purification. It may even create a feeling of europia and sexual relations. Inhale while visualizing your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental, and psychic connection with the person in question. While not considered to be a true aphrodisiac, it is effect. Neroli essential oil claims that the, the conscious mind allies worries over sexual performance and soothes the path to mutually satisfying sexual relations. I think it is absolutely wonderful to help with libido. Okay, no, it's not truly an aphrodisiac, but it does work with the sacral chakra, which is in charge of our sexual energy, and it works wonders. So, if you're finding your libido rather low, grab yourself a bottle of Neroli, 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 and uh, you can either put it on your person, put it on your sacral chakra, uh, you can put some on a cotton ball, put it in a little baggie, to inhale you can inhale straight from the bottle or 
you can put it in a, um, a diffuser. But a note, uh, citrus oils, including this one, will keep you awake. It's a, it's a stimulating oil. So you want to make sure you don't have this going when you're trying to sleep. All right. Then you want to switch over to something like lavender. But for now, neroli, sexual energy, joy, and purification. Moving forward, let's go with the card overview of the week. January 29th, 2024. And again, I cannot believe this is the last week of January already. Whoops. My mic fell off. I couldn't believe it so much. I knocked over everything. Uh, now I can't get it back up, right? Sounds like a problem, doesn't it? All right, there you go. Sorry for the little uh, scuffle there. Let us draw three cards to see what our overview of the week is. I'm hoping. I think we could all use some good news now and then. Let us choose three cards. Number one. Two. out of the way. Card one. And card three. Okay. So the card I have here for Monday and Tuesday is all about revealing radiance. My light illuminates the world. So the world needs your light. And if you can, allow your light to shine brightly Monday and Tuesday. Because people are going to need it. People are going to need that extra oomph of joy. They're going to need um, extra light of caring, of concern, of guidance. So allow your light to shine bright Monday and Tuesday. And in case you're somebody who can't make your light shine bright for one reason or another, uh, you'll be able to seek out people who can help you on Monday and Tuesday. Then we have Wednesday and Thursday. We have embracing the future. I step into the future with an open heart. We never know exactly what's going to happen in the future, right? It is an unknown. But unless we, you know, at least give it a try, you know, whatever it is that we would like to accomplish, we have to at least go. Because I would hate to get to the end of my life and, you know, beat myself up because I was too scared to try something. That is why at 56, I'm back in school for my PhD. I didn't want to feel remorseful at the end of my life. And this is another reason why I quit my job, drive the school bus, and went back to doing what I love, which is um, anything metaphysical, and, and of course, the passion zone, because I am a psychologist. So embracing your future, embrace the future. And then we have Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And for that, we have stepping into stillness. My power is born in the majestic of silence. So it's really about looking forward, planning, um, looking back over the month of January and see if you got any further on your goals. Or if you didn't know, uh, you didn't plan any goals at the beginning of January, 
Maybe sit in a little bit of silence and figure it out what you want. Where do you want to be six months from now? Where do you want to be a year from now? Do you want to be in the exact spot you're in? If it's a yes, well, then, you know, God bless you. You know, you, you do anything you want, um, you know, to keep yourself safe and happy. But if you don't want to be exactly where you are six months to a year, it is time to bust a move. After uh, Pluto went through an Aquarius in January 20th, it's going to stay there for a while. And it's pushing us, it's pushing us to complete our soul's goals for this lifetime. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to contemplate over the weekend and write some stuff down, plan some stuff out. I know you can. Okay, dope. Okay. To say again, Monday and Tuesday, revealing radiance. Get your light out into the world. Wednesday and Thursday, embracing the future. Step into the future. Do stuff you would like to get done and do. And stepping into stillness. Contemplate, revise, plan for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And if you would like to see a picture of the cards that I just drew, you'll see them on this episode's post at outofbodyecstasy.com. All right. Moving forward. Untangling the threads of karma. Recognizing the signs. Now we're venturing into the realm of karma, just like I did a couple weeks ago, or a couple episodes ago, really. A concept that has fascinated many people for a very long time. We're going to talk about the signs that indicate um, if a person is completing or tying up karma for past life or their current life. Now, before I begin, let's quickly recap what karma is. In many spiritual and um, physiological traditions, karma is understood as the law of cause and effect. It is the idea that our actions, thoughts, intentions have consequences, shaping our future experiences. Karma isn't just about punishment or reward. It's about learning, growing, and evolving. So how do you know if you're in the process of resolving karma? Let's explore the six signs. Sign number one, repetitive patterns. Ever feel like you're stuck in a loop, encountering the same types of situations, people, or challenges repeatedly to be a sign of unresolved karma? These patterns are opportunities to learn lessons that perhaps you've missed in the past. So if you find yourself in the loop, discover what that loop is and what you can do to tie up that karma and get out of the loop. Sign two, intense relationships. Sometimes we have soul connections with certain people that are incredibly intense, be it positively or negatively. These relationships can be about karmic in nature, pushing us to address unresolved issues or learn important lessons about ourselves. Sign number three, strong in intuitions or deja vu. Have you ever visited a place for the first time yet it feels eerily familiar or met someone and felt an instant bond or aversion? These sensations might be karmic echoes, nudging you toward understanding a deeper part of your soul's journey. Sign number four, synchronicities. When you're resolving karma, you might notice more synchronicities, meaningful coincidences that seem to guide you. It's like the universe is aligning things to help you on your karmic journey. Side number five, challenges and obstacles. 
sometimes resolving karma involves facing difficult challenges or obstacles. These are not punishments, but rather opportunities for deep growth and understanding. Sign six, a sense of completion. As you work karmic lessons, there might come a point where you feel a profound sense of completion or relief. It's like a weight has been lifted, indicating that a karmic cycle has come to an end. Now, for me, I have two of those, both with both my ex-husband. Uh, my second ex-husband, when my son's father, when we divorced, I felt a definite completion there. And with my first husband, um, we did still have some karmic ties, but I released him of them. I released all, all karmic ties from me and him and whatever happened in um, past lives, so I am clear of that karma. So what do you do if you recognize these signs in your life? First, reflect on the lessons these experiences might be trying to teach you. Embrace growth and change. Now, I know we don't like change, but we like growth and we like new things, so keep that in mind. And remember, resolving karma is not just about the past. It's about how you move forward, making choices that reflect your growth and understanding. I want to thank you for hanging out with me here on Ask Allie today. Enjoyed the episode. If you like what you heard, please take a moment to rate and review the episode. The more people who listen equals the more people that can help have their aha moments. And speaking of helping others, Remember, remember to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Wisdom, and YouTube for even more tips, tricks, and inspiration. And last, but certainly not least, if no one's told you today, let me be the first to say it. You are fabulous. Take care of yourself and have a magical week. I'll catch you next time.